Hey everybody, this is Brandy J, a voice to be reckoned with. Let me just start by saying, the show we're about to listen to today with rapper Nobel has been quite overdue. We did this podcast way back and uh, for some reasons, (laughs) you know, and he knows that we are now up and going to go ahead and air our pretty awesome show we did together and just to let you all know that uh keep tuned with nobel because nobel he's something awesome something special and i am very honored to have gotten to know him and became friends with him and i'm able to air the show that we did together and am excited for even more so this is dedicated to my friend, Nobel, and um, let's welcome him and uh, play, pay close mind and a close ear, because he uh, has a lot to say, and uh, I think you'll like. Matter of fact, I know. So here we are, and uh, Nobel, welcome, a voice to be reckoned with. Hey everybody, thank you for coming back and I'm here today with a rapper from Atlanta, Nobel. Yes ma'am. You there? Hey, hey, hey. Now let me hey. go ahead and ask you, you know, Nobel, I'm saying it correctly, right? You are saying it correctly. Yes ma'am. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, I'm very like uh, on point when it comes to a person's, uh, I can think that's, you know, I hold it high up, highly up in respect with pronouncing someone's name correctly you know because that's how we identify ourselves so if, course, I'm never, if i'm not correct you know feel so free to correct me. <laughs> well I'll, 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 get, I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret brandy um actually uh, my government name is nabil which is very close to oh. my artist name which is nobel um but nabil is my arabic name because that's what my origin is uh i'm originally middle eastern and um some other mixes so kind of a mutt but um, mm. that's that, that's just another uh, you know another thing that you can call me I guess uh, some people like to pronounce my original name most people cannot <laughs> for some reason <laughs> or they forget or just gets uh, mixed up so Nobel is the name I go by um, you know and I kind of like the way it sounds so yeah it's pretty neat I like it too <laughs> thank you. Oh. Well, thank you so much for um, stopping by and coming to hang out with us here at Voice to Be Reckoned With. Oh, man, I, I wish we were, uh, you know, I wish I was there in person so that we can uh, actually, you know, shake hands and like, uh, you know, talk directly. But uh, this is hey, one, really as yeah. as you get for now. And I like to make the best Yeah, one day. So can you. So do you. So. Yeah. For sure, for sure. We're going to get that like chance in, one day. Yeah. How's the weather like in uh, San Diego? Amateur. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, and it was not on silent. I apologize. And, and that, oh, that's quite all right. Stuff happens, okay? <laughs> I don't know if you heard mine, but my notification thingy went off. So, hey, it is what it is. It still makes for a good show. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. You know, mistakes happen, folks. 
Right? <laughs> right here. <laughs> but yeah, the weather here, it's been kind of a... I, personally, I like it, you know, because it's been raining and cold, you know, and most people are like, huh? Because you know, people come here for the sun and sun in the sun. And I'm like, yes, it's raining outside. Oh, it's so cold. I love it. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Well, that's every day for me. So um, you guys can have more of those days and then just like replace your sunny days with um, some of our rainy days. And then I think we can call it even. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love it. I really do. I guess because I'm, you know, like you, you say around the cold all the time, and then me sunny. So I guess it kind of makes sense when one, you know, is used to something and they, you know, appreciate something different. You know, so absolutely for sure, for sure. We 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 always well, have um, we don't have so that's fine. Yeah, it. yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that that could be good or bad. So <laughs> you look at that in both ways. But yeah, so, yeah, so, so, having here, uh, it's really pretty cool because I wanted to, um, you know, what, what I learned uh, of you so far, I wanted to, for my listeners to, if they didn't know, to learn, you know, who you are as, you know, you're from the artist point and as a person, you know, and to, to be able to make that connection, you know, with you and to uh, appreciate, you know, like what you do. So, um, totally would love to know uh, when did you get started you know, in the business oh man that's um, it's that's going to be a, a very a challenging question to answer just because I um, there's some obviously when you think of yourself you don't think of just one thing or two things you, you obviously have your own layers in your mind but I'll try to be as uh, objective as I possibly can be talking about myself and um, yeah, I um, music has been music and art and uh, all this, all these things have been in my life for a very long time, longer than I can even remember. My mother was an artist and um, still is. And uh, when I say artist, I don't mean um, you know just like a general sense. I mean like, she, like, like to me, she is like the epitome of like what an artist uh, is. And I used to witness her and watch her every day growing up, um, painting. Um, using like real silver dust and gold and she used to paint jewelry that looked like it was three-dimensional and it looked like the painting was coming out of the painting so if you looked at it sideways you could see like kind of like you know those like visual tricks in uh, museums that you see here and there Um, i'm pretty sure people can relate to that or some people have have seen those types of things before Um, and i used to find it fascinating and even though i'm (laughs) i kind of suck at drawing um like or like creating things uh in that sense i figured or she figured that i had um, this like you know hunger for music and like i love music and and theater and acting and all this stuff and and she just um uh you know she wanted me to uh, learn more so for my birthday she got me a little piano like a tiny little keyboard piano i'm talking about like those really really old school like pianos and i um was able to play piano, uh, you know, based off of hearing. So like I would hear a song on a song wow. here on the radio and I would just try to emulate it on the piano as best as I could. And uh, my aunt who lived in a different country at the time as a music teacher, my mom called her and told her that I had, that I'm able to play songs that I hear, you know, just by listening to them without any professional training. And uh, my aunt who is a, a piano instructor actually, who had a piano and music school in her basement, um, took me in, and uh, that's where my musical journey 
started. Now, as far as uh, writing and uh, and rapping and hip hop, there is so many stories that I can go into, but one that would probably stick to me the most that I will never forget is um, walking in the street. And, and mind you, I grew up overseas. Uh, we've already spoken about this, Brandy, you already know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I grew up overseas. I uh, was uh, blessed and uh, privileged enough to be able to live in different countries and uh, go to school in different countries and uh, explore different aspects of the world. Uh, I didn't like it too much when I was a kid because in my kid brain, all I wanted to do was just be around my friends. And, um, and you know, like it was like a hard change for me. Like, uh, like oh man, now I got to make new friends. Now I got to learn new things and new, you know, whatever but as an adult I can appreciate that so much um, because now I see the value in and you know diversity and culture and we're continuously struggling with that but that's for a different topic yeah this one story that stuck to me is I was walking in the street and and this is on the back back side of my uh, my house uh, of the house that we lived in in Jordan um, Jordan uh, is this small little country in the Middle East uh, right right by uh right by um you know israel and and, and, and iraq and all these uh, all those countries but it's a pretty neutral country in case anybody's wondering if it, you know there's a war going on there um not there isn't it's a peaceful country um and okay. I'm, I'm walking in the back back side of my house and uh just walking up the street and i see a cassette tape and literally all the cassette tape said was rap that's all it said, just rap. And it was written, wow. like, and I was like, what is this? And then I uh, I had a Walkman, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, we old and, uh, <laughs> or old enough, I guess. And we, you know, I, I mean, I was, I, I took it obviously like I should have, and I'm so glad I did because on that cassette tape, I heard songs by artists that at the time were, uh, nobody's to me. Like I had no idea who they were, but mm -hmm. was, but there were songs for Tupac. There were songs for Eminem. There were songs for Dr. Dre. There were songs for uh, uh, Biggie and Easy E and like a whole bunch of artists that I had never like really really engulfed myself in. Like I've I've heard some of them. Uh, maybe Eminem because he was like mainstream or like he was getting famous or whatever. But. Mm -hmm. I had no idea who Tupac was, like, like not really like that. And I didn't know that Tupac was that influential. And when I put the cassette tape in my, my Walkman, I used to listen to that every day before going to sleep. It used to drive my mom crazy. So <laughs> I would be like falling asleep with that thing on me and like on my on my ears and like waking up, have that thing. Like if I could wear it in the shower, I, I would have without, you know, ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that was kind of a, it, it's, uh, the story is so nostalgic to me because, um, and sometimes kind of surreal because I don't even know why and what are the chances that somebody like me, this little kid walking around like eight year old, I mean, eight, nine year old me, whatever, I don't even remember how old I was really around that age range can find something like that which by the way i know the content of those of those songs were probably not appropriate for somebody below you know the age of 18 or whatever but different laws in different countries so i got away with it <laughs> um, yeah and and i feel like um, as an adult 
I have to be uh, conscious of the things and the signs that um, that were presented to me. And I tried to quit music so many times. I did, and um, something always pulls me back. It's almost like a like a creative curse. And if you don't use it, it's like a it's like you have this ball of energy, and if you don't use it, it will self destruct. But it will self destruct you, and it will. It's not gonna be like a one like it just like a snap of the finger type of thing it'll be like you know um it'll it'll deteriorate me on the inside and that's how i feel and not to sound grim mm -hmm. or anything like that because i do have a gift i do have a talent and if i put it to good use then it elevates right. me it makes me a better person i think you and i have exactly. actually spoken about this as well brandy you know Especially yeah like you, yeah for sure and stuff so um you know and it's important to me man like this music this music stuff is is a big deal and uh, i've been doing it for a long time i took it so seriously that i dropped out of uh college you know studying a actual uh employable <laughs> career i stopped that and i i was like you know what uh, screw it i'll uh let's go to art school because you know that pays well <laughs> and uh, i was blessed enough to be able to find uh, and discover a good uh college uh overseas when i lived in california at the time i lived in Cal california at the time and then i found out about this college that was in jordan you know ironically that had a, a uh, an amazing um, you know facility to study at and it was like top notch state of the art i could not even believe that something like this could be happening in my hometown and while yeah. i was upset for leaving california because california was my home and I loved it more than any other place that I could think of. Um, I, you know, it was it was like the most important sacrifice that I've had to do. Sacrifice my, uh, uh, you know, the glamour of California. Sacrifice all that stuff for my, uh, you know, longevity and my long term long my long term well being um, is how I is how I think of it. And man, that, that was probably the best and best move I've ever. ever I've ever taken in my life was going there and uh yeah awesome yep it was an audio engineering film school and uh it was some of the best days of my life so wow that's yes, very commendable of you very commendable that you know I me mean? you took you know you took that leap of you know you, you you chose to you know leave your comfort and you know sacrifice and take that risk of a you know bigger picture of something you wanted to you know, you want to achieve, and I think that's like really amazing. You had a courage to do that because some people don't, and hopefully, your voice, you know, need to help you know others and young people. Absolutely, and that's that's really, really what the whole that's the entire point of making music. And uh, you know, we can sit here and make music about flexing and, and and doing things like that, and that's fun because life is a variety of emotions and a variety of different things and. You know, a uh, variety of different, you know, ups and downs. So it's while sometimes, yes, like you will go to the club and you will spend money on bottles or whatever. And, you know, no judgments there, obviously. But there are the other times where you're sitting alone in your room and you're, you know, scratching your head or you have bills to pay. You know, you're freaking mm -hmm. your kid is sick or, uh, you know, and I don't have children myself, but like I can understand the notion of like having problems, real life problems. And I'm not one to like to just sugarcoat everything and feel like um, I'm, I'm somewhat of a realist. Sometimes I'm way too real for my own good to myself. 
and I'm, I'm my own greatest critic. There, there's nobody on planet Earth that has criticized me more and heart, more harshly than I have criticized myself. And um, yeah, and I feel like it's it's probably uh, for the best. And it's, it's always been for the best for me, at least. It's protected me and kept me uh, going. Um, but my music is more targeted towards uh, the, the latter, you know? So it's like, uh, um, not not just, uh, I don't have too many songs. Actually, I don't have any songs right now that are released on my EP that when you listen to them, it would make you want to party or twerk or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. Not to say that I'll never make a song That's like that. that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, like I'm just not in that state of mind. How can I talk yeah. about that if I'm not really going out to the parties and spending money? Like right. If I'm not, That's what's that. I'm not going to say it. So, yeah. I'll let you know that I'm driving a 2008 car and you know it's cool I'll put that on my songs too it doesn't matter you know it doesn't it doesn't have to be about anything that's not real but if you can put it in your own words artistically um, yeah exactly yeah then that's what matters so I think that's very important too because it sends a message say for instance that that you have to hold up to that you know what I mean talking about things that you're really not even doing so you can stay relevant versus you know what i mean like no you talk about what you're doing because then if you're not then what are you even doing you know what I'm saying you talk about what you're doing and it sends off a message of you could still be at, at, held at the same level and still you know what i mean and still roll with the best of them you know because it's not really about what you're doing you know what i'm saying what you have it's you know what I mean? But if you got it, you got it. That's cool. <laughs> if you don't, then don't say you do or you don't. Because <laughs> I'm going to ask you where it's at. That's the thing. Even if you do have it, like, how much can you really, truly talk about those topics? Those are superficial. Yeah. Topics, and they get, exactly. they get, they're fun to hear. And I've, you know, I like to hear uh, every now and then a rapper flexing and saying how much ice they got on their wrist or how much, uh, you know, how many diamonds they got. It's it's cool if it's like, you know, with cool wordplay and, and metaphors. Yeah. But the topics are not, you are not going to be remembered forever. At all. Not that forever. Nope. You know, forever sounds dramatic, but those are not the songs that will be remembered. The, the songs that are remembered, however, are the ones that, this might sound a little philosophical, but I remember uh, a wise man once told me that you'll, not, you'll probably forget how somebody looked at you or what somebody did to you or what, but you will never forget how something made you feel. And that is mm -hmm. how we, that is how we go back in our memory. It's our feeling yep. of that particular situation that causes that memory to come back, whether a smell, yep. whether a touch, whether anything. You ever lay down in bed and you just remember a random smell and it and it's like where did this come from it's not even mm -hmm. real. It's not even here but that is the feeling that, that that you have so that is how i feel about um pretty much everything and if i can make somebody mm -hmm. feel something the way i'm feeling then and you can relate man i feel like i won already yeah for sure so for sure yeah, absolutely that's, that's so, cool yeah, no, it, I mean, you know, it, it might <laughs> it might sound cool to you and, and maybe some people are like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Oh, this is some nerdy, some, some nerdy <laughs> way of looking at it. But it's just, um, I, I think it's cool too. So I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> you agree yeah, I mean, people, people that get it, 
you know what I mean, will we'll totally understand. And then the, for the ones that, that, that don't, it's because they're not really listening. You know what I mean? They're, they're waiting to hear something, but they're not listening. You know what I'm saying? And so, exactly. you know, to, to them, you know, hopefully one day it'll make sense to you, but keep doing you because there are people that are actually not just listening, hearing you, but they're listening. And I completely get it. And I appreciate your drive and your passion because I, I carry those those two and that's how I feel about everything I do that I put in too, you know what I mean? And, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You know, and, you know it, it takes one to recognize one. Like if you're if you're not doing those things, then it would be probably harder and more difficult for you to relate to what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if you're in the same sure. and you're doing the same thing. And okay, yeah, you're not a rapper, but you're not a musician probably, but like you're still musically inclined and um i don't know if you've told your uh, viewers something but i'm about to drop a bomb here and say that uh, your listeners sorry that yeah you know you know your girl brandy is uh, getting into producing so making beats <laughs> that's something that yeah. she started doing like not that long ago and that is inspiring to, to me some people might look at that and be like what like why i know i have so many sides to me they would never know <laughs> yeah you're competing with like you know and, and you live in california so you're competing with big big names but it's not about mm -hmm. that. it's not about competition you're in your own lane they're in their own lane and, exactly and uh that's you know so you have your podcast you have this you have that so it's all part of the same family in my in my opinion it's all part yeah. of the same family and it's all part of like the artistic drive that we have there's the reason they call it drive is because it's because it drives us it's controlling you in a sense and you have mm -hmm. to be able to control it too but it's pushing you to do something it's like that um naggy girlfriend or boyfriend that you know they they push you to do things or like you're like you know we believe in you come on come on you know they or you're, like your like your mother like she keeps nagging you because she loves you and in your mind you're like man if you could just stop nagging but like that's what my drive sounds like in my chest mm -hmm. as closely to uh, metaphor as i can and uh, that's what it feels like it feels like it's a, a voice in my head that pushes me to continuously um let out my artistic uh whatever it is you know that's inside of me that's building up sometimes it's anger sometimes it's sadness sometimes it's a weird array of, uh, of emotions and, mm -hmm. and i just take it as it is and i don't question it yeah it's in control sometimes yeah but you direct it in a positive user outlet through your your music and your talents you know and that's that's pretty cool because those things will happen to us you know we will have human emotions we will feel anger and rage or whatever we're allowed to feel it but what you do it is you drive it and you, you use it you, you put it you know in a in a positive direction you use your outlet versus some people that don't have that or they don't even know know that that concept you know and they end up in detrimental situations that can't be reversed you know they might go out and do something crazy you know to release exactly. or whatever maybe exactly so, like what that's if that's pretty awesome exactly exactly i could not have agreed like i could not agree more because like and i'm sorry if i cut you off there for a second I no, no, it's okay. yeah but um i could not agree more because like that song or that music or that um whatever art that you're going like that you're putting your energy into might be the defining factor to whether you live or die sometimes like if you yeah. up neighborhood or if you if you grew up somewhere that was um you know that you had many different options that were let's let's just say uh, not as huh, healthy um 
you know, that could have been the thing that saved you. And I feel like music mm-hmm. and write, I don't want to say music so as much as I want to say writing, because my ability to express my feelings to somebody, um, which was at that point, a pen and a paper, and um, be able to put my thoughts down and how I felt. At first, it was just like scrambled, like, uh, you know, it went from uh, scrambled eggs to a very well-refined omelet and very well-made omelet. That's how I, that, I mean, I'm just coming up with all this stuff on the spot, Brandy. I don't know if you're inspiring me or what, but I got to write all this. <laughs> I need to remember this for my next song. That's a good one. Let me write it down real quick. Right, there we go. Um, and I was here. <laughs> yeah, you, you heard it first on the Brandy Show, uh, which, is, which I know that's not what it's called, but we'll, <laughs> it's okay. Just, I like that too. Yeah, <laughs> and um, it's just, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, man. And I mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm refining. I'm tweaking. I'm, I'm getting better. I'm all that stuff. I, uh, I'm very proud to announce that I just got uh, taken in by a big studio here in my local locally in, in my city Kansas City Missouri they go by unlabeled records and um, uh, I love the story of how I was able to get in I called the uh, studio manager one day uh, I was frustrated I was not having a great day and uh, had been rejected continuously from every single job that I had applied to and um, with all sorts of reasons you know underqualified overqualified um, not a good fit sorry this position has been filled and I've been doing this for a long time getting rejection and learned to accept rejection but I'm also very 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 tenacious and I'm also I also have that drive so that inner voice keeps pushing me and it tells me yeah. how to keep going even if it makes me feel angry or exhausted or whatever I called this guy and as I'm on the phone I asked him hey man do you guys need people uh, to record for you. You know, do you guys need any uh, sound engineers? Because that's what my degree is in, is, is, is sound engineering. And um, he said, uh, yeah, actually, as a matter of fact, we are looking. He's like, do you know how to use Pro Tools, which is the actual program that I use, I've been using for, what, I mean, only the last 10 years of my life. The only editing uh, audio uh, software that I've been using, editing, mixing, mastering, all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, of course, I can use Pro Tools, I can use, you know, all these other programs, Logic, Cubase, whatever you, you know, whatever it is, you name it. I've done it all, probably, um, you know, uh, you know, in general, I guess you could say. And he, he was like, all right, well, he asked me, you know, three technical questions over the phone. And then when I answered the third one, he's like, you know what, man, just come over. I was like, you mean like right now? He's like, yeah, 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 just like come through. And I was like, all right, uh, I will be there. He's like, well, he's like, how long you need? I was like, um, all right, this guy is really serious. <laughs> let me, let me put on my and, uh, and climb out of the, the wall, like I climb out of my window. Cause I mean, I felt like such a rush, like <laughs> that I had to get out and, and go there. And as soon as I got there, um, you know, he was welcoming and he told me, you know, he showed me around the studio. It, I mean, I don't know if we have any uh, local listeners in Kansas City, but you guys should definitely check it out. And I'm not trying to market myself at all. There's some, there's a variety of great engineers and, and, and like, you know, really good, uh, talented people that will make your sound, they'll bring your vision of your song to life. And um, 
that's what a lot of artists struggle with. The reason I went to school for this, um, oh, I have to click something. All right, there we go. Uh, the reason I went to school for this was because I wanted to learn how to how to do that for myself. And even after school, after going to college and, and getting my bachelor's in this stuff and, and extensive long hours of, of doing this, I still, you know, even though I thought I was good back then, um, as good as I thought I was, I look back at those days and I'm like, man, what was I thinking? Like if I didn't hear, if I could have heard future me back then, I would have been like, okay, I need to be that guy now so that when I'm my age now, I could be like something way better too. But this is the only time in my life where I can truthfully say that I am the best at what I do and mean it. Like, you know how people say, I'm the best rapper, I'm the best engineer, I'm the best, I'm the best. I don't think I'm better than anybody. I just think that I am the best doing it in my lane. And there, it's not that nobody can beat me. I'm not competing with anybody. And that's something, uh, big shout out to Jackpot Flex for telling me that because he's, uh, um, He's one of the, you know, one of the uh, positive influences that I've had in this, uh, in the city. And he's actually been uh, kind of like a older brother figure. And uh, we've gone through some, some funny moments together. And we've had some deep conversations uh, amongst other uh, great individuals as well. Um, you know, shout out to, to Jason Parker. Shout out to Big Irv. Um, shout out to the whole crew, man. Wherever you guys are at, man, you know, it's nothing but love. And uh, Jackpot told me that uh, he that he told me that he's like, we're not competing with anybody. He's like, we, we, we got our own lane. And I'm quoting him on that one. So, you know, um, so just because that resonated with me and um, I pay attention to those things and I pay attention to the signs that are granted to me. And um, so it's, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I, I'm not trying to hog the show or nothing, but. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> hey, hey, you know, that's, uh, we're happy to have you here and we, we want to get to know you, you know what I mean, with the world to get to know you, I appreciate you. Absolutely, and I appreciate, I appreciate the opportunity, I appreciate the platform. Big shout out to uh, Steve Joyner, big shout out to. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Anthony <laughs> Anthem, um, mm-hmm. you know. Anthony Williams, uh, one of my best friends, one of the uh, more, more most consistent friends that I've had in in Kansas City. Uh, great guy, always been you know always been there for me and like always always is there for me when when I need him. Yeah, and, yeah, he's really cool. He's 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 awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so not to get all sentimental or nothing because I do also have a a. Uh, <laughs> A non-sentimental, cold-hearted side, which I can show as well. I mean, we could do that too. But I'm just, uh, you know, I just feel very humbled by this uh, interview. If I'm being honest, so it's it's kind of hard to go off off of that frequency, you know, to go to remove myself from that frequency. I feel blessed. I feel honored, um, and I can't uh, I can't wait to uh, do more work, and I can't wait to share my work with the whole world. And every platform counts. You know, your platform yeah. is is you know one of those platforms that that have given me an actual chance to let my voice be heard and talk yeah and, uh, you're always welcome here this is your home now you always anything you need to say just know that you're welcome here at any time thank you that means a lot i appreciate that thank you and um, you're gonna be like one of the greatest that hit the you know me hit the scene the voice to be reckoned with you know to have like your name up and everything like yeah put me on the map 
Man, blessings, blessings on that. I, I appreciate that. And um, I hope so, man. I hope I can live up to that. You, you, you know, uh, thanks for not putting any pressure on me, but <laughs> pressure is good, I guess. Pressure makes diamonds, like they say. So um, I'll take right, that. Right, right, yep. With nothing but but love in, in, in my heart so i appreciate that very very much and um yeah man it's just um it's important it's important to keep doing it i'm 31 so a lot of people would have already given up by now you know um a lot of people would be like oh you're 31 you're still rapping i'm like bro i'm not, not a rapper and i know people say that all the time i'm but i ain't a rapper though you know but it's not like that i mean that like i'm not only a rapper like rap is right. one aspect of what i do I mix, I produce, I record, I write, I mix other people's songs, I produce for right. other people, I mix for other people. Like my my job on earth here is not just for me, it's for everybody around me in my in my yeah, exactly. in my circle, you know. And um, you know, that's what that that's what it's all about. We lift each other mm -hmm. up and if I can't lift somebody up, how the hell do I expect somebody to lift me up or put me in a place? Amen to that. So mm -hmm. we gotta do it for each other. Absolutely. Yep. So, uh, and we got the ones that get to a place and then they kinda like forget about others or they get to where they need to be and then it's like it's just them up there on and then you have those great ones that they get to where they need to be and then they turn back around and they you know what I mean? And they grab on to the others. And I always tell people, if I make it, you make it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I was like, stop tripping. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, it's like um, you know, uh, it's important to, to know that, like, when you're when you're helping yourself, like, people say, you know, you got to help yourself. You got to love yourself. And a friend of mine and I had a conversation about this the other day. And I don't think it's, it's as much, like, I don't want to sound like I'm like anti um, like self love or anything like that. It's not that's not the term, but I I just don't believe that that term is entirely accurate. I think what it is is just self respect. You respect yourself, mm -hmm. but you cannot love yourself because like by love I mean like you like loving yourself sounds kind of like an arrogant thing. You have to respect yourself mm -hmm. and be true to yourself. And yeah. that is how you love somebody anyway. What's what good is it to say I love myself, but you're not doing the actions that are actually leading to you uh, earning your own love, like just like anything else. If somebody, if I walk up to somebody on the street and I'm like, hey man, I love you, give me a hug, you know, or to a to a girl, hey man, hey woman or girl, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> They're gonna be like, okay, this guy's a crazy, and B, what has he done? to show that you know actions speak yeah. so um yeah for consistency, sure you know consistency is key yeah for sure you know, you know it's funny that you say that because you were like uh something self-love i'm like like hey i'm all about self-love but now i listen you know what i mean because i followed you and i, and I completely get what, you, what you're saying too because sometimes it's about wording you know too and i can throw somebody off but i i, I, I totally agree because you know self I mean, I guess that's what it's more of. You respect yourself, you know what I mean? And you have that and you, um, self-love kind of does, it could be taken that, you know what I mean? That way where you be like kind of arrogant, whatever it may be. But, uh, yeah, and knowing your worth, your own worth, you know? Because say, for instance, you have like, uh, maybe uh, women that uh, are more keen to letting um, themselves be taken advantage of by men or 
you know, are not really, you know, finding themselves in the, the right relationships and being taken care of the proper way. It's more about knowing your own your own worth. You know what I mean? What you're worth and that you deserve better. And not saying that you think you're better than and that's why you you know what I mean you you know what I mean you don't choose who you know what I mean because I think everybody has that right to to know to choose what they feel how they should be valued as long as they're giving that back you know so yeah respect exactly. for yourself and knowing your own worth exactly you know exactly and um, and once again like I just I, I can't stress this enough I'm not against the self love it's just important for me that maybe it's my technical side kicking in here but it's just important for me to, to understand that there are variations of everything and um yeah yeah for sure you know like you can love yourself but like you can say that all day if you're not but if you're not doing it it's just it sounds like you're just exactly a whole bunch of bs you know I yeah yeah that's are true to, are we allowed to speak maturely like with uh, uh, curse words here uh, or not because are, are you trying not to curse i'm, I'm trying <laughs> You have potty mouth too. No, it's crazy. But just like sometimes you gotta get a shit or two out, right? I'm yeah, telling uh, you right now, I have that same problem. I'll say shit and I'll be like, oh, I did it. I did it. Crap. But no, it's okay. You know what I mean? I'll be doing the same stuff too on my show and I'll, I'll say it and I'll be like, I got nothing to do it. And I'll say it too all in my ear. I'll be like, I'm not gonna do it, guys. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I was uh, I was at a Thanksgiving yesterday, uh, Thanksgiving dinner yesterday. Uh, shout out to Anthony uh, Williams one more time. I was at his family's Thanksgiving, and we were around a lot of uh, you know kids, and and uh, it was great, man. It felt like I was amongst my own family. And uh, Anthony, being Anthony, was like, you know, um, he's like, "Welcome to your first Black Thanksgiving." And I was like, <laughs> I was like. Well, I was like, I've heard a lot about the barbecues, so now I'm here to uh, <laughs> I've experienced barbecue cookouts a lot, but now I'm here for the Thanksgiving, and um, and it was it was very nice because um, and and the reason I'm trying not to curse was because I put in my mind that there were children around, so I'm like, okay, don't speak yeah. like rapper Nobel, <laughs> like, you know, uh, corporate, uh, you know, job interview Nobel, you know, so it's like. Um, I had to keep it, you know, respectable. But then we played cards, yeah. and that all went down the drain. Because I don't know if anybody knows what that game is, but that game is far from PG thirteen. I'll tell you that. <laughs> which one is it? Which one is it again? Uh, cards of Humanity. You ever oh wow! I never heard of that. That sounds interesting. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, interesting to say the least. Like, <laughs> I, it was very, very fun though. Like, it was very fun to see uh, Anthony's grandpa. Um, you know, laugh when somebody put down a card and, uh, you know, you have to put down another card to fill in the blank that was in the original card. And and then, you know, he put down a card that literally said, um, like, vagina flaps or something like that. And it was, like, <laughs> the funniest thing. And everybody there just could not help but laugh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I would never be able to do this with my family because <laughs> I would just walk up and leave like this was this would have been awkward for my family but it just felt like comfortable and you know it was it was a beautiful thing and uh, I'm very appreciative yeah, that's awesome. of moments yes ma'am so uh, yeah I like that something like in my family you think you'd be like some people look like my god and everybody we're like laughing like he said vagina flap <laughs> <laughs> exactly. for me for some reason I think the most inappropriate things are like the funniest.
<laughs> and if somebody's willing to be inappropriate, it, I, I, I have a side of me where I'm like, oh my God, I want to be around that person because I want to see what they're going to do next. Exactly. <laughs> if it doesn't get anyone to hurt, like I always move <laughs> towards the auntie that the auntie that occurs at inappropriate times, I always find the hilarious ones. I'm like, what's going to say? You know? It's like, it's hilarious to me. And it's always even more fun when you're in a family gathering because you're like, oh, wow, these are the people. And then, like, I remember uh, uh, at one point, Anthony's mom, who uh, who I love, I feel like she's my second mom as well. And she was, um, she, she dropped down a, a, an inappropriate card as well, which, I mean, 90% of the cards are literally not, <laughs> like, do not play this with kids unless you're trying to corrupt them very, very early. <laughs> which, I mean, to each their own, right? But, um, uh, she dropped an inappropriate card and then Anthony stands up. He's like, mom, you are a woman of the church. You are, you are a church going woman, like something like that. And it was just, it was just too funny, you know, too funny to, to ignore, you know? So it's not as much the game as it was the, the crowd and like the energy and like the, yeah. the effort. So it was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like a good time. Did you that's have awesome. a lot of uh, turkey as well, or was it just me that's getting ten pounds heavier? <laughs> and as he told me, he was like, "Man," he said, "He's surprised he didn't pass out." But no, um, no, I had talked to him a little bit about it too. He asked the same thing: how mine's was. Um, mine's is for a whole another show, <laughs> but uh, it's it's just a little different for me this year. My um, son went um, out of town with his grandparents to his dad's side. Um, you know, my sister's kind of. You know, right now, laid back. My brother-in-law passed away. Maybe I think it's been a year now. So, you know, that's kind of you know, you know, change things a little bit. And then, um, as for me, uh, my mom, you know, her anniversary, her death anniversary is coming up soon. Uh, it was a little bit before my birthday, December tenth. Yeah, so I get a little, and it wasn't that I was in a bad place or anything like that, because you know, this year this is just how it was for me. I was basically home. You know, I mean, alone, I didn't really do much of, I was going to, of cooking or anything. I just did what made me feel okay at, at the time. And, and it was um, doing uh, work with podcasts. I did some interviews and got some things done around my house. And was able to do some creative and do some stuff for school, like some um, some assignments and some, some things I wanted to work on with, you know, helping the kids with reading and stuff. And so, you know, Thanksgiving is about being thankful and grateful. And that's what, you know, I was at that time grateful for to be in that moment so I, I didn't really do Blessings the family thing up. this year yes ma'am that's yeah no it's it's uh it's important to feel gratitude not just you know like you know and you can tell sometimes people are like yeah you know i'm grateful for this or i'm grateful for you and uh, it's like gratitude is is uh also shown in actions you know what i mean and when you do yeah for sure your family when you make the effort to do stuff like this that is how you show somebody that you're grateful that is how you show somebody you love mm -hmm. them. it's part of the yeah it's part of like you know it's it's always about the actions and not the words and and you know ironically because i i am a rapper in, in some sense right um so i i do use words as um my artistic expression so it's kind of weird mm -hmm. to say that you know words are not really where it's at but uh, once again if your words match your actions then you can speak all the yeah. words you can speak all the words you want but um mm -hmm. you know it's 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 important to also think for you know it's also important for me to move in that frequency of of, of action so um yeah, for sure. talk because i've done a lot of talking in my life and I've, <laughs> I've said a lot of bullshit before and 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 uh, you know hey you I'm, can admit it you know that's that's a lot that means a lot 
I mean, yes, and I'm still uncomfortable saying that because it kind of like, it's kind of like one of those things that, you know, you're, you're like, man, I could have done this and I could have done that. And then you start reading about all these people. And that's why education mm-hmm. is important, not school yep. education. That's why educating yourself is important. And Amen. Uh, Say that again. <laughs> yeah, school is not everything, man. Actually, school is not even 10%. But, uh, Man, let me tell you, we'll get on that another time. Yeah, I, I never found anybody to say this that says that before. No, no, I, I, I and, and and don't get me wrong, I went to school. I graduated high school. I was actually, you mm. know, uh, I graduated early um, at sixteen. I, you know, I, I am yeah. what people would consider. I, look, I work at a school, and I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> and I was good, no, and I still have, you know certain thoughts of like you know how and we can totally dig in on that and I think you'll find it quite interesting where I'll go with it with this whole education thing and how it could it's a kind of a you know it could, it's not I don't want to say the wrong thing you know I mean I always try to be respectful of stuff too and not you know people's well, wordings and all that stuff could be taken <laughs> and I didn't mean to cut you off either because I know you just have to say something but I just have to get that in there real quick no, but, no, not yeah. at all. I mean, when you cut me off like that and you say some real shit, I will listen. Believe me, you know, there's it's not even cutting me off at all. Um, I can give you a um, illustrative way of thinking about the school system. And this is based off of an image, a picture, a very powerful picture. You know, how mm-hmm. many I thought that in my life, maybe I can count them on my hands. Like there, there aren't that many powerful images to me that have resonated for this long. I think I saw this picture at least, I mean, it must have been eight years ago, um, but I will never forget it. It was a picture of a bunch of animals in the jungle or in the whatever. And I think it was an elephant and there was a monkey, there was a tiger, there was a cheetah there were all these like animals right and then there's the owl who's the wise leader and he's telling them and he's you know he has his glasses on and he's looking at a paper and he's um saying all right today for our our school test today you know some somewhere along the lines of this like uh, he's like you know today our test is climbing this tree and um whoever uh, does it in the shortest time is going to have the highest score and uh, so on and so forth right so then you have bubbles coming out of each animal's head right of what they're thinking elephants thinking there's no way in hell i can do this i'm already going to fail then you have the cheetahs and the and the tigers are like well we can't um climb up that tree there's not enough branches for me to hold on to so i can climb then you have the monkey the monkey's like oh this is going to be a piece of cake right and then underneath that, it says, this is our school system. Mm. So everybody is yeah. not the same. We're all equal. Was- We're all created equal. You know, if you want to talk biblically, but um, we are not the that same. So that was deep. That's, that's very deep. And it's still deep to me. And, you know, young me saw this, thought it was deep. Uh, eight years later, older me is thinking about it and still thinks it's deep. And I will f- always think that's deep because that is literally the epitome of our school system. You have people that are geniuses, right? G- absolute geniuses, but they can't play sports and then they get ridiculed for that, you know, or you mm-hmm. have people that are really good at sports that um, are good at like, <clears throat> I don't know, chemistry, but they suck at math which is like a big deal apparently because your entire yeah. SAT, your entire SAT community relies on math and English 
Mm-hmm. And don't use half of it. And don't even use, yeah, like not even 80% of what you learn. I mean, who the hell is going around using geometry unless you're like going to engineering or like Exactly. Like who cares about an obtuse angle or an acute angle? Like those things, like those things are not where it's no, at. Not, not for me. At right? At all. You, like missing the big picture, but then you get these kids that don't know nothing about counting money or, or student lo- like loan, like real life stuff, like taxes, you know what I'm saying? Like things exactly. that used to be putting in place. And, and going hard on when we're trying to teach, you know, in the school system, you know, and then they get out here, but they don't even know how to, you know, really deal with money or when, okay, you want to send them off to college and all that stuff. Well, then you need to set them up right and let them know what they're going to be up against and how to spend their money, how to use it and taxes and how to put it away. And cause the stuff that we're going through now that I wish somebody would have taught me is dealing with, you know what I mean? That's those school loans, you know, you watch out for that. You know what I mean? Or, or just plan or prepare better for like life. But I don't even know who, I think it's like some evil master plan with this whole mask and, and just the things that you have to, you know, that I'm seeing now have to acquire to, you know, to be, to get into a, a get out of, a, get out of, you know, me high school and but to even get into a good college. You know what I mean? And it makes it Absolutely. hard for a student to be able to enjoy themselves. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And I think like, education should be enjoyable. Exactly. Thank you for saying that. It cannot always be. I'm not saying everything all the time has to be fun. Because then yeah. you, raise the, you raise the threshold for what fun is. And then uh, when you when you get older, then like, you know, now you need other things to have fun. And that could lead exactly. to shit, like drugs and yeah. whatever. So, and, yep. uh, you know, hence Hollywood um, and, and child stars in Hollywood. You're having so much mm-hmm. fun as a kid. You get to this uh, yeah, stag- stagnate, uh, stagnant point, And then now you need yeah. to have that same amount of uh, attention. Exactly. Because they've been there, done it already. So like, now what? Yeah, like I've already reached <laughs> yeah. the pinnacle. Um, what do I reach for next? You know, uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I could not agree more with that. Like, um, uh, I'm I'm such a philosopher today, Brandy. You have no idea. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I love it. It's I'm okay. Say stuff <laughs> about about what you just said. I'm gonna comment on that if if that's okay. Um, yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we all know that uh, you know um, Japan and and the United States had war uh, long ago with uh, Hiroshima and um, uh, Nagasaki and all this uh, stuff. And uh, the re- reason, one of the main reasons that Japan backed off from the deal obviously not to get nuked again number one but number two um a personal request was made um or like a condition was made to the united states government and the president at the time and the condition was we will stop the war on one condition this is how honorable they were at the time like even though they're getting nuked they were still given conditions and like they were like okay this is our condition um you let us adopt your education system because at the time in the 50s and the 40s and whatever america had the strongest educational system in the world almost right and um, it was like the leading country in most things it was like uh the you know the haven of of you know good education good medical care um even though you know a lot of the medical stuff that they did back then was very very questionable like shock therapy and all this stuff but that's for a different topic um i'm talking about like the education system was strong it was solid Mm -hmm. japan um borrowed it from the united states and adopted it then they took it they honed it and they made mm-hmm. it better getting and better, better, <laughs> yep. better. Polish it, polish it, better. 
and how in Japanese schools, everything that you just said before about how we should teach our kids to do this and do this, like prepare them for real life. How do you do your taxes? How do I save a thousand dollars? 80% of Americans don't have $1,000 in a savings account. So if you are broke, don't feel bad. You're in the majority. Um, number two, um, and, and the reason being is because nobody's teaching you. How do you accept? Exactly. How do you know if you don't learn? Yeah. How are they going to know to learn it? Exactly. <laughs> How are you going to know that you need to do this? Like, who's <laughs> plant that idea in your head that you need a thousand dollars or more in your savings right. to elevate? So, so um, and it's not always about money, but skills are important. They teach they kids. Skills, they have people skills. Exactly. <laughs> people skills. You know, emotional mm -hmm. IQ is just as important yeah. as IQ. So, yeah, yeah. Um, or like, I, or like what the, you know, it's called EQ, I guess, right? Um, but uh, I like that's what kids do. They, they take them to fire departments, they take them to police stations, they take them to people that are doing actual professions. They teach them mm -hmm. how to cycle, they teach them how to make their, they, they teach them everything at such a young age. And that is adopted from the United States. Yeah, took our stuff and did it better, huh? <laughs> exactly. And then our numbers in, in America just started going down and down and down on the ranking. I mean, I, I don't know what number we're at now, but I'm pretty sure it's in the lower 20s. So in terms of education, mm -hmm. which means that there are 20 wow. plus countries that have a better education system than we do. And not all of them are in Europe. So it's mm -hmm. not like it's another developed, uh, you know, developed country. Some undeveloped countries have a better education system than America. And in my, in mm -hmm. my perspective, Jordan, uh, which is this little country in the Middle East that I mentioned earlier, is one of those countries. It has one of the toughest curriculums that I've ever experienced. And, and I, I kid you not, if, if anybody here has lived there or has visited there or has gone to a school there, it is a strict and very, very high threshold education system. So um, it's it's very, uh, it's, it's kind of sad, but it's also kind of humbling and it's kind of knowledge yeah. or weaknesses here. And I speak on them because I love America. I'm a U.S. citizen. Mm -hmm. I want my country to be better. I want it to yeah. be, it's like, you know, kind of like tough love, you know? Yeah. Um, well, in my opinion here, with, with um, our school system, I think what, what a lot of, I don't want to say all, you know what I mean? Because there are still some good ones, but I think we've lost focus of, <clears throat> it's like more about getting these kids, these, the numbers and getting these kids, you know what I mean? Like numbers, you know, the money and we're trying to get, you know, it's just, it's all messed up if you ask me. And I, I believe it starts with, um, I did some research one time and I found out that, okay, this is what happened. This is where I started in my venture. I had made a comment to, uh, to someone I think it was my, my boss. And I said, oh, it's the cutest thing. I said, the kids were over there. We have this area where there's butterflies. And we were outside doing um, science that day. And I said, okay. The little girl said, all right, well, let's pray for the butterflies. And I just looked at I just stood there and I was looking at all of them. And that each and every one of them grabbed each other's hands. And I looked at them. I was, I, you know, I was just standing there watching. And I was about in my head. And I looked. And she, <laughs> she was cute, though. She was like, let's pray for the, you know, she got all but nobody broke his glass or anything that is with it and boom so when i said it to her she's like oh she's like well be careful with that i said why wow. she said oh because um we were not allowed to pray you know do organized prayer in, in the school system i said oh she said, yeah and she just told me and i was like interesting you know me the person i am i'm like what dang so i called my uh, my son's um his dad's mom because she used to be in the, um you know for San Diego unified 
And she said, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? So then I go straight to research the internet. And so it pops up 50 years ago that this was an actual law that was put in that they took restricted and took school prayer from schools that you couldn't pray in schools, just couldn't do it, right? So I don't know who revisited and brought some of that back because there's been instances of, I guess I'll put it like this, say like if I'm eating or doing whatever I'm doing or if it's my prayer time, and if I happen to, at that moment, that's what I'm doing, that's what I'm doing, Absolutely. you know? But now if you want to, but if you want to group, you know what I mean? If you want to just hold hand and pray and pray for something, then that's the, that becomes a problem now because now it's, and to me, it shouldn't even, it should be, I don't even understand what the problem is in general, but now, you know what I mean? That's the, the thing to it where one can't feel comfortable, you know, at school. And these kids don't even know this. So you put this thing in place. What if a child comes to school, you know what I mean? And they're heavily, you know, they, they love their Lord, you know what I'm saying? They love God and they want to say a prayer to the kids. You know what I mean? That they heard there was a shooting at, you know, somewhere. And I just want to stand, I want to pray. What are you going to tell you? going to sit down? you going to tell her no? You know, I had to tell a father that one time. And he said, he saw the kids eating. He was um, being a, a volunteer. He's like, y'all didn't pray before before y'all ate? And I looked over and I said, mm-mm. I said, I said no. <laughs> and he's like, what? I said, I know, right? <laughs> I looked at him and I said, trust me, I know. But, you know, I didn't want to, you know what I mean? Him to be put in an odd. Either one of us to put, be put in a situation, but nobody knows this. See, if I wouldn't have talked about that that day, she would have told me that. So it's like, that, that, that kind of is crazy to me too. And then there was that. And then I started noticing things and not just where I was all around how the, the care of children's behavior was getting out of hand um, and it really like those things were like kind of thrown out like nobody's addressing it you see the bullying there once upon a time if you even you touch somebody oh that was, that was like the ultimate though you know what I mean you, like messing with some you know what I mean body you go to principal office or this never get violent that was kind of like how adults you know you go to jail if you put your hands on somebody if you're in school, you know what I mean, and you get violent, oh, your son's got to go. Yeah, now she can't come back here. You're expelling, you're doing all that. Now, it's just it's like nothing. It's kind of like a slap on the wrist or, or just it's the norm. And now you got kids that don't respect their um, their elders. They don't respect teachers. They don't respect authority. Talk back to you. If I was to do those things, my mom would have came up there and made an example out of me, brought the belt. She was like, no, no, I don't need to go to the bathroom. We can do this right here. You know what I mean? But thank God she didn't ever have to do that because I knew better. But see, that's the era I grew up in where you want to, you know, parents were really disciplined, you know what I'm saying, and, and took reins from that. And now it's just like these kids these days, they don't even respect adults anymore. You know what I mean? They they, they say the actual words. They don't they don't mumble it anymore. You'd be like, what you say? You know what I mean? They'd be like, they, they enunciate. I said, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? And, it's, and to me, it's like, what are we doing? I was like, it's not all about just education. I said, first of all, she's really, really smart, huh? Because don't nobody want to hire her. You don't need to work with her because you're a stank attitude. She don't know how to act. She doesn't know how to be with different, you know, cultures or races, you know what I mean? And all that stuff because she wasn't taught, you know what I mean, to know better than that. And I, there's a bunch of geniuses in prison. So what are we doing here? <laughs> and not yeah, to mention, you're to... in prison for, uh, sorry to cut you off there, Brandy. I, I just wanted to, oh, no yeah, because my brain is like absorbing a lot of what you're saying. And I just like, I, I could not agree more. Like it's, it's unbelievable. Like not to mm-hmm. mention that are in prison and imprisoned for things that are really petty crimes. So oh, we're not talking mm-hmm. about, yeah. we're not talking about rapists. We're, we're talking about people that are in there for smoking marijuana, even dealing, mm-hmm. even dealing marijuana. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? You know what I mean? That's all government greed. And I'm not saying I'm not in any way promoting that. I'm just saying that, like, 
those are considered petty crimes when there are actual crimes happening there. Like, yeah, if you're if you're a killer or a rapist or I don't want you in my neighborhood, but and I don't want you to be on the streets either in anybody's neighborhood. I want you in jail. But obviously it's not all up to me, right? And but the thing is though, there's so much hypocrisy in our in our um in our law system, you know, in our uh things and, and what you said about the, the school system how like they should treat the kids like you know if you if you hurt somebody if you if you if you punch somebody in the face as a child yeah you get leeway one time that's that's it's offensive yeah yeah you got to treat that real sensitive though because i mean if us as adults like if i was to go out and punch somebody or do that's assault it's, it's, technically it's assault you know what i mean when you put your hands on somebody in the school they kind of treat it differently and it's not okay you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's like, that's probably even worse because that's a child. So a child doesn't really process stuff the way we do as much more mature adults. And we're kind of off ourselves. So that child is a little bit more freaking dangerous. You're right. And not, not to mention you know? schools, schools are institutions, right? Institutions have uh, boards of directors. They have, uh, you know, public funding and depending on what kind of school it is. And once again, I didn't go to school in, in the United States. Uh, uh, like I never went to high school here. Um, I never went to like, you know, any kind of school. I went to college here for a couple years. Mm -hmm. um, then I dropped out, as I said, you know, in the beginning of the interview and then I moved back. But like, um, what I know is that schools here, uh, even the public ones, they are, in, they are still considered institutions and just like any institution, whether public, private, whatever, wherever you're getting your funding from, they all have an agenda and they all want and a lot of the times they want to keep things on the hush hush so there are politics behind everything they don't want yeah. the school to be tarnished that, that principal mm -hmm. anybody to, to, to think that this is a violent school because they want their numbers to you know um to continue to grow and not plummet yeah their fundings to keep all this stuff you know what i mean yep. if they want a new gym you know we need money if it's a trouble mm -hmm. school, they're not going to give you the money but if you appear to be good and that everything yeah. is in order and everything is kosher and copacetic then it's going to go through and mm -hmm. uh, we play a game with everything and um yeah at the expense of these kids future at the expense of these kids and our own dignity and our own um uh how do you how do i say this like in a very refined way without hurting people's feel like our own uh conscience basically yeah pretty much against our conscience yeah. Hey, sometimes it. you just gotta call out is you gotta the truth is the truth. So don't apply, let it fly. I always go back to that. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, you it's know? the truth, you know, to say the least. And um it's not about like we're not here. I'm not sitting on any high horse. I mean the, right, chair, I get you. the chair I'm sitting on is pretty high. I'm trying to get it to load that lower, but uh, <laughs> no high horse at all. I'm not uh, judging anybody or, or saying yeah. you know, I I, I was calling what it is. Uh, I'm sorry. So you just calling it what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> what it is. Everything I say to you, or uh, you know, on on this interview, I've said to myself, and I continue to say to myself a thousand times, exactly, over and over. So I like um, that. Yeah, I'm. I am my greatest critic, and I know that there are millions out there that criticize themselves daily. You know, mm -hmm. guilt, yeah. uh, self worth, uh, body uh, image. Uh, whatever it is, you know, um, you're not alone. Everybody yeah. has been there, and uh, we're all alike. What yeah. do we know? Yeah, uh, you're. Are you? Are you bipolar? Are you? Uh, you know, depressed. Everybody is. In my opinion, mm -hmm. I've never met anyone who has not gone through depression. I've never met right. anyone who I did not think. Wait a minute. 
this person was happy two minutes ago. <laughs> next right. So like it's mm-hmm. inside of all of us. And if you look at now, we all have mental health issues. When you think about where we live in, it'd be, it, it, it's quite understandable. <laughs> How could you not have no. mental health issues growing up in the world that you're growing up in? You might even yeah. listen to this and be like, I'm fine. I don't have any mental health issues. <laughs> yes, you, you do. And it's, and it's okay. <laughs> like, it, it's at not, all. It doesn't mean that you're going to get Alzheimer's tomorrow. And even then, you're <laughs> already working on cures. You know what I mean? But um, it, it's just like we all, all have our fair share of problems. Nobody's problems mm-hmm. are I never. And this is something I only was able to learn through aging. And I don't mean aging as in like getting old and gray hair. I'm talking about like wisdom kind of aging. Like you have to right. hear people out. You have to see people. You have to understand the other person's perspective. Exactly. Don't ever and don't ever take anything personally. If you were, if we had another person on the line right now and they called me, um, like for instance, I was walking uh, in Overland Park uh, last year, and uh, I believe it was last year, maybe two years ago, and this was like around when uh, Trump um, had just gotten into office, and you know, there's a lot of people um, that that were happy about that, and and. Sorry, I, I said Overland Park, like you're supposed to just magically know what that is. I think uh, it's a place in Kansas. It's a city in Kansas. Very beautiful city. Very, very beautiful, aesthetic, uh, rich community, whatever. And I was doing a job out there and uh, two trucks with, um, uh, you know, Confederate flags or whatever were driving by us. And it was a group of us, you know, luckily for me, I guess, because I think me and it was besides me and uh a another black uh, woman that was working with us but uh, we were the only ones uh, that were uh, you know colored in and like let's just put it that way right everybody else was white mm-hmm. and um, that's cool they were cool white people you know they they were cool people and then they drove by and then they said something something like actually this is the one word that I don't feel comfortable saying they're like um fucking n-words and and then he's like he's like oh no that's a sand n-word and then they kept driving off really really like far like they just like drove off but it was like so casual for them to say that so i could have just been like i could have been like oh no man fuck this i'm gonna go grab my gun and go after these guys and make a huge deal out of it but you know what i did i laughed about it and i turned around to the lady and she just looked at me she shook her head and i just looked at her i was like Hey man, sometimes you just got to take one for the team. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what to tell you, you know, just like take it as it is. You, you got to expect this shit everywhere you go, you know? And, um, uh, and maybe that has a lot to do with the fact that I've been traveling a lot and I've been profiled in more ways than I can, even if you gave me a two hour session right now, I cannot tell you the amount of times that I've been stopped randomly at airports, searched, hum- uh, wow. attempted to be humiliated which never works because I always understand the perspective of the other person. Now, there are there is a thin line between doing your job and, you know, going overboard and whatever. And I was detained before. I've been to international prison before because of suspect uh, su- suspicion of uh, something that I did not do whatsoever. Um, and uh, it was obviously a racial profile. And I spent, um, you know, not mentioning the thousands of, of pounds and British pounds or euros or whatever that I spent uh, over there uh, trying to get myself out of that by hiring a uh, lawyer or a solicitor, as they like to call it over there. 
um, I spent uh, many days uh, being transferred from one prison to another and uh, interrogated and uh, tried to, they tried to uh, intimidate me to leave the country. And I just kept refusing because I knew that I, and it wasn't even my country. And it's not like my entitled American side came up. It was like, it was just like, I'm not, I know my law, I know my rights in your country. Even as a foreigner, I know what my rights are in your country. And uh, they kept trying to intimidate me, one immigration officer after the other, after the other, but they just could not keep me because I, they had nothing on me, no evidence. And I didn't even do anything wrong. All I did was I visited my family in Jordan and I came to the UK and they held me at uh, Heathrow Airport, Terminal 5, if anybody's ever been. And, um, continuous questioning so that is just one story amongst many that i've been profiled so if i come here to america which i love um and everything is going great for me 90 95 of the time people are friendly nobody's ever done that and then one percent uh somebody yells something at me all of a sudden now my feelings are supposed to be hurt or all of a sudden now i'm supposed to forget the other 95 percent of the good just because of this and then focus on mm. that and make that the entire focus of my life and then go right. it. like no i don't think so not for me at least it, it, it's going to take yeah. a lot more than just that you know exactly so it's important to think about the bigger picture every time and that's hard to do when you're angry so it's yeah. always wait until you're not angry to make important decisions yeah, so I always tell that to people like in anything you do, like make sure wait right, until that passes so you that you make sure that you make the correct you know what I mean like Absolutely. decision because it can change. You know, and then you'll come to you be like, Oh my gosh, I was tripping. What was I thinking? <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, you know? right. Exactly. Like we say the worst. People are like, Yeah, but when you're angry, the truth comes out. I don't think it comes out. I don't believe that. No, I think what it is, you're right. I don't either. I think what it is, is that it's kind of like a very overly exaggerated version of the truth. So it's like, <laughs> it's an overly dramatic, it, it's like the truth on uh, illegal steroids. <laughs> it's a perform, it's a performance enhanced uh, truth, right? <laughs> Whereas the original truth would have not really hurt your feelings as badly. You know, it would have probably, we could have said it and been okay. Um, but because you were angry, it just gave it that extra, and you shot for that gold medal of hurting somebody's feelings. That is, right. that is what the, what anger does. So, um, it's kind of funny when you look at it that way. I'm, I'm yeah, totally philosophizing and I, I don't even know where this is coming from. Good energies, I guess. Yeah, I will be sure, very sure. upset set brandy if this interview did not record <laughs> well, you know i was sitting here you i don't know what's happening here but i was thinking the same thing while we were talking i was listening i was like man this is good and i started looking at my screen messing around with stuff like okay this says it's good i was like can't get some stuff you just can't get back you can try but this is like just, i didn't do any show like i sometimes i do show notes to make sure things were highlighted that you know what i mean i asked what do you want to cover that you make sure that i you know what i mean but for the most part i just let let, let it happen happen so with you i just like we already was talking before and so you know what i mean just like the the, the people this is real life energy right here you know what i'm saying we can we can push you know pause and spooky one that's how, how you know epic it is but i was thinking the same thing like if they didn't i'd be like so broken hearted <laughs> yeah, I'm, I would be broken hearted too, but I can see that recording button going. So, I yeah, see. I was looking there too. 
Exactly. I got that. Some good stuff. <laughs> Oof, man, that's a, yeah. that's a weight off my chest right there. <laughs> I mean, there, there's so much to like to, to, to that we could, you know, some people just flow together real well. And there's so much, you know, and I see that your world is like you, you you're, you're traveling, with your traveling, you have allowed us to educate you. But it's not, you know what I mean? It, 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 limits, it limits the ignorance of others. I mean, of yourself, you know, because we all have been ignorant to something. You know what I mean? So I can actually say that's why I try to allow myself to learn someone without, you know, I don't really judge people no matter what, what you do or what you've done. You know what I mean? So you can, so I can, or they can help me with my ignorance to, to something, you know? So I appreciate that you, you know what I mean? That, you know, as you know, you and your traveling and you've been around a lot of different people and you had, you gain and you learn from it and, and you can share, you know, and, and talk about it and hold good conversation, but actually say, be saying something too, of value. So I'm like, this is amazing. And, and we'll never be able to get it all in one. So you're always welcome back here. You know what I mean? To, to even, you know, I, to, I, to I whatever it may that. be. I appreciate you know? that so much. Mm-hmm. Like for real, for real. Like I, I, uh, it's a blessing like everything you said to me like like how i like you know you know traveling and then all this stuff like that's to me i don't even consider that to be even me i feel like that was god i don't know if people believe in god or, or not yeah for sure all day yeah like i believe in a higher power for sure uh, religion is a different thing but higher mm-hmm. powers do exist a higher power to me in my mind has to exist right for sure oh for sure so i feel like that was a blessing me it was not something that i earned i did not earn that i uh was given that and uh i feel like because i was given that i need to spend you know at least a a portion of my life trying to earn that um in other ways and how do i do that Mm -hmm. besides like uh you know trying to better myself first and secondly uh maybe help other people better themselves too uh yeah for sure giving them giving them advice or giving them um help and whatever way I can give them. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. So, yeah. For so, sure, for sure. Absolutely. So, like, oh, you want to have me, what was that again? You want to have me again on the show? Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you No, I for all. You can hit me up, too, and be like, hey, can I come on and talk about, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I'm here in Dago, and so I, I would be more than glad to help you with, with the Dago, you know what I mean, uh, a crowd, and, put, you know, let them know you're on the map. I was going to say, put you on the map, but you're on the map. They just need to know that you're on the map. Well, I like that. I like that better than putting you on the map. You know, people are like, I'm going to put you on the map. You're on the map. Right. Let me just give you the right, right route, I the direction to that. get to it. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate that. It's very humbling. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that because a lot of people like to take credit for other people's success. Like if I help my, uh, if I help my good friend do something, um, uh, like I've had conversations like this with, with, um, lot of my friends that you know that I've done music with and uh, you know I recorded for whatever and uh, I wanted to make it clear to them that this is not something that I'm expecting you to give me uh, like I don't need anything from you you know obviously there is a business aspect to making music like just do I want money do I want uh, something I don't I don't require any of that just put my name on the song and say that I engineered it and all is uh, that, that's all I need I don't need anything else and do I want credit for your am I gonna go on a radio show and be like yeah man I made this guy you know it was me it's not I'm not Scarface you know it's like, <laughs> this thing together, huh? me that's who that's not me I'm not him you know and um, 
for me, it's just as important to give people their credit, man. You have to let people like it's important for people to feel like they've accomplished something because it's important for me to accomplish my thing. And I have my quirks. Everybody has their quirks, but I respect that you said that. Like, I'm not gonna put you on the map. You're already on the map, and we're just gonna, you know, keep you on the map. On, you know, you put me in San Diego. That's a part of the map that I would love. I very much love to be at. You know, so mm-hmm, uh, for sure. You know, so I'm I'm yeah. grateful to that. You know. Yeah, and it's pretty important that people get to you know because people hear music, right? And but like when they can actually hear that person's voice, like they can see you, you see a cover album, hear your music, but then they they actually hear the, hear you, hear the things you talk about, what you're passionate about, where you've been. You know what I mean? It's like it's different now when they listen to you. It's like they they with they understand you more. It's like they kind of know you. Right. You know, right. They've met you. Right. Right. And I have an issue with that mm-hmm. too because um, I, you know, whatever. I'm a good looking guy, right? So I go around and people assume, and that's not, by the way, in any way. F- for me, you know, being arrogant, it's just the reality. And I'm just being real um, and mm-hmm. trying to be honest. And uh, and it's gotten me into, and people are like, yeah, man, you, you know, we, we talk about it and whatever. And I'm, I always tell them it's a gift and a curse. Like really it is because you're perceived as a certain individual because you look a certain mm-hmm. way. And I have a man bun yeah. so that makes it even worse. I look like a barista, you know, at Starbucks or something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever. So it gets me in a lot more trouble than um than the alternative like the alternative is like you know uh oh yeah the girls must love you and it's like um yeah but when there's too many of them that love you it becomes a problem or when there's too many of any attention on you that becomes a problem when you get stared at a lot that's a problem and i'm kind of a recluse in my own way like i'm not um anti-social by any means but i have my moments and like i'm not always wanting to be approached just like women are not wanting to be approached every single day you know, like uh, i'm not some don't want to be approached ever you know? so it's like um it's like i i'm not like that i would like it if you approached me on some friendly terms or whatever but um some days are just different you know what i mean so i can completely understand that and that's the thing my image can uh, work against me because some people automatically assume that i'm a douchebag and I have a, like, I look like a douchebag. I look like I could be like uh, full of myself or whatever, because like, I like to take care of my image and I like to exercise and I like to eat healthy and I like to, you know, whatever. So people are like, oh, you think you're better than us kind of thing. And it's like, no, I just, I'm just, remember that whole self-love thing? That's how I show my self-love to myself, but in my self-respect kind of way. Mm-hmm, that's how I'm respecting yeah. myself. I'm respecting my body, my soul, my mind. And that's how I do Amen it. Like, that. That's you know, that. exactly. Exactly. So if you're if you're good looking um, and you're using it for uh, um, good reasons, then, you know, then you're doing it. I feel like there are good ways to use if you are a good looking person, there are good ways to use that. And I, it's an important yeah. topic. And, P, and I don't know why, but I feel like this topic is so sensitive to people because we live, live in that age of body shaming, slut shaming, like yeah. Instagram models. And they don't want to talk about it. It's like the time to talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, 
it's like uh i will we've spoken about some crazy topics but this is not one of the topics that i'm going to shy from talking about because everybody on instagram is trying to be famous right everybody's trying mm -hmm, to get yeah. to, to that like uh celebrity status and become an influencer and and um girls are are, are doing more and more and more uh to, to some girls not all girls you know by any means i did not mean that but like some girls are, are going through like you know like these like loop, like jumping through hoops to get famous and they would almost do anything and the reason i yeah, say that is because it upsets me. me to see that you know what i mean it really really mm -hmm. does and men are doing the same shit men are doing the same mm -hmm. shit like continuously you want your attention so you're gonna do um you're gonna sell yourself kind of right. I, I don't want to sound all like i'm a preacher or sell your soul to the devil I, but I, I you're totally selling you know you're selling yourself in a way in a in a way that's not okay yeah. for the long term what's gonna happen yeah. when you're you know what's gonna happen when let's say you 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 lose your looks then then what then that's all you know what exactly exactly and the way you was willing to get there you kind of like where's your self-worth that in it you know what i'm saying like you, exactly. got, you you want people to take you seriously and to respect you you have to start you have to respect yourself you got to show where people you have to show people the, your level of respect of how you carry and treat yourself so there's you know what i mean you know because they're not going to really value you if you don't value yourself you can put that ass out there all day long and, and then that's what they say, and that's what they're going to value. Let me get mad at them. Put that ass out there. Please let me, let me give you a round of applause. <laughs> if I had more people, I would have them clap too, but they're that would be <laughs> I, I mean, if you want people to take you seriously, like if you're trying to be a business person and this is what you want, then you've got to stick to that. And some will, some won't. And that's the people you didn't want in the first place. You got you to hold true to yours. And But doing all that extra stuff, it's like that is working so, when I see it too, it's working so against you. It's like people are seeing that. And yeah, they're going to judge you. And they're not going to think of you in a in a professional kind of way. They're going to think like, hmm, you she know, she do for a little, you know what I mean? And that's just disgusting for one to have to feel. But that's why you got to think about it before you. But like you're saying, it's those, the younger, you know, it's the guys, the women and the men, it's the younger ones too. It makes me wonder, like, why do you even have that thinking in the first place? Because you can get there. That's where you're trying to go without doing all that just you're doing right now. You exactly. Know? Exactly. And then, um, you know, and then there's so many layers to that. And and I'm sure that this is also a topic that we can go even deeper into. And I'll oh, try yeah, to, for sure. I'll try to stay, um, uh, you know, once again, I'll try to stay objective because I do have a tendency to ramble on about some things that I feel passionate about. I'm not as I get passionate. Yeah, I'm not as passionate about this whole Instagram and and, and so you know mm -hmm. celebrity status type of stuff. Uh, um, but I am fairly passionate about it because I've seen it happen more and more. And I guess the older I get, more my parental um, side kicks in, my old mm -hmm. man side kicks in. So obviously, it's not relatable, or it might not be relatable to a person who's 21, like a, or or 19, and they're seeing that it's normal for for uh, uh, girls and guys to behave this way in, in, in that particular fashion and then like uh, just go on with your lives as if nothing happened. Karma karma is going to catch up. Mm -hmm. catch you. If they didn't do it now, they catch you at, at years later and you'd be like, what? Exactly. <laughs> I was young when I did that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, say you, what's that one saying they have? If you, uh, uh, about your bed, if you lie in bed, uh, you know what I'm trying to say, right? 
you're lying and you make your bed. You know what yeah, I'm talking you, about? You made your bed. Not coming out right now. now. Yeah, you made your bed. Now you're lying. <laughs> or, or reap what you sow or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Most definitely. Those all apply. And there's many mm-hmm. more that probably would apply mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? Like, it's just um, a continuous cycle mm-hmm. of. And I, 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 honest to God, I feel. Um, I feel bad for the newer generations, um, not in a condescending way, not like, oh, I feel sorry for you. No, 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 no. I feel bad for them because it's our generation that has led to their generation. And yeah, the cycle continues, right? Yeah, yeah we've continued. But at the same point, they got to remember, we got to remember too, that we are also going to learn a lot from the newer generations as well. For like, sure. Oh, yeah, you're going to love my shows because you're, you're just like saying all the right the stuff that I'll be saying. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, 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 Learn I a lot from them too. It. Yeah. Yeah, I already love it. I love the mm-hmm. subject matters and the topics that we discuss. And, and mm-hmm. it's, important, it's important to know that I'm not just um, bagging on the young kids in any way. It's just... Uh, you know what I think? What? For, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say. We, we, just, we have so much great things we want to say. So like, I'm like, I'm sorry I cut you off. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. But you just keep bringing so, much, so many things up. And when you said, you know, we can learn so much from them. And, and I always say that, too, because I know to this day, I'll still get the, oh, you're only 41. You guys, you don't know that. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. But I feel like if we uh, uh, let these younger people know how important that they are and that they are worthy, you know, we, we, they have it hard already for, for the, you know, with the world they have to live in. You know what I mean? And, and I find it that with adults, we kind of shut them out a little bit, shut them down. Like they're not, their words mean nothing. And, 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 it's, it's, and I can understand, understand, but we have to be aware of it. It's like we raise these kids to be strong, independent, you know what I mean, and stand for something. And then when they try, I'll be quiet. Um, you know what I mean? I, who, I'm in charge. Talk with, spoke with being, you know, speak with being spoken to or, you know what I mean? And you kind of you want them to grow. You got to kind of give them some of that, you know what I mean? And yes, and if, it, if it fits, you know what I mean? If they approach is correct in the delivery, then you let them voice, you know what I mean? Let them know that you that we learn from them too. And, they, and they'll probably horn in on that, you know what I mean? And feel more like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like more like, because they get the, the bitter end of everything when it comes to just like, we'll be like, man, it sucks being a kid. And we'll be like, no, it don't. Well, yeah, it kind of does. Because and then they get out of control and they don't want to tell us anything. They feel like they have to do X, Y, Z, and all these other things to get with, to where they had to be. But not so well, They teach us so so much. I learned like I learned shit little stuff from my son. But the, my guy, what I need to do for him is just make sure that I guide him. You know what I mean in the right directions and help. You know what I mean. And so it, it it works the whole circle. I mean we, we learn from from all from all ages, walks of life, and all that. So. absolutely absolutely um no that's that's very powerful and i can tell that uh a lot of what you said was from specific experiences that you've gone through yeah um -hmm. especially working with kids yeah mine and working with children too it's uh very humbling exactly exactly so it's like you know these are things that you can uh you can only learn from experience in my opinion Uh, Mm um So, oh, just to let you know, by the way, there's like a like a wind sound. I don't know if uh, you're aware of that. Uh, yeah, now it's gone. All 
All right. Okay. One of the benefits like, of having a sound of... engineer on, on, your, on your interview. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? A wind sound? Is there like some kind of a a word for some, something on the computer screen? Like, I, I'm so, I'm so, I don't want to offend anybody. It can be so blonde sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like what? They're like she's so smart, she's stupid. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's, like, I say so that's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, it's obviously a stereotype, <laughs> right. you know, that's, that's kind of Yeah, funny. you know, I don't mean, you know, I'm a funny person. I never mean to, to you know, drag anybody or hurt anybody's feelings. That's why, like, a lot of times I'll, I won't say some things. I'll be like, man, I got all this, you know what I mean? But I do, I really care about not offending anyone. But then at the same time, people, we got to, like, loosen up. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is about, you know? about us as a society that we, uh, like, it's okay for us to disagree with each other and still not hate each other or want each other. Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, just because uh, Democratic, Republican, like, I found out that one of my good friends that I was working with, you know, I'm not going to mention any names because it's not that deep, but it's, uh, like, that he, uh, you know, knowing uh, my background or whatever, and he was friends with me, he voted for Donald Trump. Now, I could have taken that uh, two ways. Mm-hmm. I, I could have taken that, um, you know, so many, actually, so many different ways. I could have taken that yeah. as like, like, oh, you know, this guy's, uh, you know, xenophobic, uh, you know, um, whatever. Like, uh, he's he's racist, he's this, he's that. But he was a minority himself. So it's not like, mm-hmm. I mean, we're in the same boat, pretty much. Yeah. In one way or another, you know, we are in the same boat. But... Do I agree yeah. with his political decisions? No. Did we still go out for lunch after me finding out? Yes. Um, are right. we still in contact? No. That was not uh, intended, though. That's because he left uh, the town, and I, I actually left the country, and I wish him nothing but the best, man. Like, he's he was actually one of the most caring people that I met at that job. So mm-hmm. that all, that one interaction with him. And then you would have never known it if he didn't tell you. You know what I mean? So it's like... Exactly. And he told me. So that's so, so yeah. not only did he like not only did he, you know, um humble himself, but he he like mm-hmm. and, and, and do good things, nice things for me. He also told me that he yeah. was, you know, out of respect kind of, not like the yeah. face. And he Yeah, I got it. Yeah. You know, but it's like you don't have to Yeah, I had a friend. Yeah. You should be able to, uh, I think that's something that is somebody's own personal, that that should be, that's a, a first of all, it's a right, you know what I mean, you're, you're, you know what I mean, to, to vote for who you want, and so if we all start there and respect that, <laughs> you know what I mean, you don't have to like it, but hey, that's what it is. I actually had a friend um, from church, from the church I was going to, he, uh, this I knew him for years, and he disclosed it to me, and I was just like, what? And I didn't even say much, I just looked, listening, and I was just in my head, I was thinking like, wow, that's interesting. I thought it was very interesting that he told me. And I thought it was interesting that he voted for Donald Trump. Did I have an opinion? No. I thought it was interesting because I like interesting people anyway. I was like, wow, that's different. Because we always right. think everything's all just summed up to just what it is and it's not. You find out things that you don't even even know. Because I have a friend of mine, she's a, she's Caucasian, and she's just like, it's like she was, like, she don't, she's white. Her children are uh, black and white. And like, she just like, it's all in a little tiffle with this whole Donald Trump. She's like, I can't believe my sister, you know, they voted for Donald Trump. You know, so you know what that means. So it's like, there's obviously you, don't, you, you I guess you don't like things Trump I get it but you're so worked up but I used to think like but see this is the thing there's so many people that you probably know and that you're cool with and that you don't even know you know what I mean that they're a Trump supporter or they did that you know what I mean and and they're okay up until that point and I, I did a show on this um, like a while back and it was I, I just came out of nowhere right 
I thought right. it was very interesting. So I did a show and I said, I thought I'd have like these scenarios of like, say for instance, there's a family, right? And, and the father, he's like the head hunter or whatever, He's a Democrat, and he's a no. He's a, he was a Trump. I use Trump because that's the hottest thing going right now. He's right. a Trump supporter. He voted for Trump, right? Right. And then the wife just kind of goes along with it. But their children don't agree, and it's probably like school age, like going into high school or junior high, and the children don't feel right about it. Nothing they can really do about it. But they don't support Trump. They don't support any means that he stands for. But their parents do. And I said, hmm. I said, and I just made a scene with that one. I said, okay, what about the wife and the husband if they become married? You know what I mean? But the wife, the, the husband, Trump supporter, wife not. And it's like, well, that sounds like a conversation. Some conversations were left out before they got married. But right. you know, that's kind of, that's that's not something with a marriage that you could easily be like, well, that's cool. He's, you know what I mean? Because that's going to affect, you know what I mean? Who you go for. It affects you guys together because, you know, when you're married, it's not I anymore. You know, it's, you guys are teens, we, you know? Exactly. So I had all these different scenarios of how would it make a difference if you, if you knew, if you didn't know. And how some of them did, like you voted for, but you didn't know. But when you found out, you didn't want anything to do with the person. So I kind of threw that up in the air. Like, how would you handle it? You know what I mean? So you know, if one person no. was, and it's the ones with the kids was very interesting. You know, for for your right. kids not to be be against everything that what the parents stand for. It's like, how does that even happen? Exactly. You know? and it's like, what do you? Uh, how do you even? Um, like, what do you do at home? Because like now you're behind closed doors, and now you have to. Now the truth is going to come out. Because you know, mm-hmm. like yeah, everybody knows that nobody is saying exactly what they're saying at home. On the <laughs> so it's like we all we already know that. Um, oh, that wind sound is coming back. Oh, there we go. I don't hear it. Oh no! No, no yeah, it's good. good. Yeah, no, it's perfect. Uh, sounds oh, good to me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's perfect, perfect. Um, but it, it, it's like, um, yeah, it's like now you're behind closed doors, and we all know that people say things at home that they're definitely not going to repeat outside. So, like, there are even more layers to that in their mm-hmm. own, and it's it's interesting because that took yeah. me back to a story that I heard. Now, this is completely unrelated, but it's related um, at the same time. Uh, back in. Um, you know, back in the day when uh, I don't know if, if you remember Saddam Hussein, which is the uh, oh yeah, for sure, the rocket leader, right? And yeah, people, mm-hmm. you know, have called them a terrorist and whatnot. I'm not going to get into that because that's another topic. But at that time, the people of Iraq were terrorized, right, of their uh, leadership because it was in fact a dictatorship. Some of them were, you know, strong supporters of Saddam, and some of them were not. But the ones that were not, even in their own homes felt unsafe sharing their feelings with their families because they felt wow. like at any minute like like who are they like who is my family more loyal to the flag the president i mean sorry the flag and our leader or to their family and it's that level of doubt that some people had even within their own homes that um that caused like that i'm sure that like i can only imagine what that would feel like like could you wow. living with your mother father brother sister and, like you don't know which one to trust like you don't know if you can say right. what you truly feel around them because you're like um if i say something my brother might go to the, wow. the police and and turn me in and go somewhere where the sun don't shine <laughs> that was like so like uncomfortable because you deal with that on the outside but then you have to live in it with your own family it's crazy right. and wow and the donald trump era is you know in a way a minor um 
version, uh, you know, a, a less dramatic yeah. version of mm-hmm. that, in my opinion. Because, sure. but it's yeah. caused the American people to become stronger. And I think a lot of communities have started because of Donald Trump. A lot of uh, right. presidency, <laughs> and I have nothing bad to say about him. I mean, I, I can. I can, but I, I don't want to. You choose not to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I don't think the alternative was better. That's why I don't, I'm not going to say anything. I don't think besides one alternative, which I won't even mention who that person was, mm-hmm. that was the only decent choice that could have happened. And I say decent, and I'm not even 100% sure. <laughs> not like I'm even being like 100%. Yeah, this was the choice. But it baffles me. It absolutely baffles me. When people are like, it's either this or that, and if you didn't vote, then you are a piece of shit. If you if you don't vote, you're this, and if you voted for that person, you're shit. And the other side is like, if you voted for this person, you're shit. And then they start throwing yeah. the of each person at you, like as though mm-hmm. like you know this is like news because everybody got CNN <laughs> and Fox, everybody got <laughs> and Fox. So it's like, but that two party solution shit. I mean, come on. Like it's bound to have uh, problems, and yeah. uh, but the thing is, it's important to agree to disagree. And when you agree that to disagree, true. you're not trying to choke people out, like Bart Simpson, like just because they have a different opinion or that. Yeah, you're trying to force yours upon somebody else, and it's like, who makes yours right? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly, and you know, I, I think this is way bigger than us anyway. And I think none of us really know anything, to be honest with you. Exactly. This is way beyond us. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think my vote counts. That's a personal opinion. <laughs> me, me either. But I'm gonna go ahead and throw it in there. But I like what you said, though. You, you, you kind of educated me a little bit and humbled me on a, on a matter here, and made me thinking. Like he's right. Uh, how usually that person that doesn't vote. They get to, and if they didn't, it's kind of like, oh, you got the opportunity, you don't vote. But what, but what if either the, the choices was the same, but their choices vote who they want to vote for, right? But they don't want this person, they for surely don't want this person. So what do you do with that vote? That's really interesting because, you know, the state, they want it because they need, they want to put it in the, you know what I mean? It's like, we care if somebody, vote for anybody. They just give us, you know what I mean? It's like, right. so what do you do if you don't want, you don't care for either party? You have to really sit there and be like, well, take this one. Well, I'll because she's a woman, so maybe she'll understand me better, you know. And it's like, shoot, it's it's crazy. But I would love to also on the other ass. Hmm. I'm so sorry. No, no, please go ahead, continue your thought. It's okay. okay. We just we just got this greatness we're sharing with people. But I'm gonna get this out because this is about you. <laughs> so okay. I just want to get this part out. It's a very interesting part for me. Is that um, so yeah. But there, there's this other part of me that's like, like when people just kind of throw the voting thing away as I don't vote for what. And to me, there was a time where we couldn't vote. I mean, women couldn't vote. You know, uh, African Americans couldn't vote. So when it comes to just you not being involved, we got a lot of say, lot to say, but don't even give it any more thought or even try to see what's going on. And I vote, and that's when it bothers me because like some people died to get us to where put their life. You know what I mean? And now we're able to at least at least get to the point where you can say, I ain't voting for nobody. I looked, I saw, I came, and I'm not impressed. And I'm like, cool, okay. But don't exactly. just, just waste it because it's such an honor to be able to. You know, they got to speak it when we matter, but I mean, hey. <laughs> oh, it's an honor. When you do that, it's some point of time. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I would love to conduct a countrywide experiment, which I know would fail for sure because nobody, not anybody would probably listen and, and actually do this, but it would be interesting um, if when it comes to voting time, you just told everybody privately 
uh, not to vote and they actually don't go out and vote. And um, let's just see what happens. And I yeah, think gotta be epic. somebody will <laughs> still win. <laughs> that is, oh my gosh, you know, I totally believe you. If it will, cause, yeah, but that would be epic if that would happen. Though. It's just a show and prove a point, you know? I don't know the unknown. I'm not a mind reader. I'm not a psychic. I just know for a fact in my heart. I cannot explain it to you. I cannot show you proof of this. And so therefore it cannot be called a fact, but it feels like one in my heart. And I'm not gonna, um, I'm also reasonable. So I understand what an actual fact means. You know, you need uh, evidence, substantial evidence mm -hmm. proving yeah. it. And I don't have that. Right? I know, right? Can you tell that to our law system? But that's another story, go ahead. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's a, that's a rabbit hole that I will go down with with you uh, into, you know. So um, I just think that in, in my opinion, it's it's not as much as that um, your perspective, when you said it, the way you said it, it took me back and it made me humble myself and think, yeah, you're right. African-Americans were not able to vote. Women were not able to vote. Um, or their votes were not like even considered as like an adult vote or something like that. Even though women were really the ones running shit in the background. That's how I, th that's how I think. My, I, I come from a single mother. And um, I mean, I come from a, I was raised by a single mom who later on got remarried, of course, and, and whatever. But um, for the most part, she was a single mom. And I will always remember her in those ways for some reason. You know how like some people, their image is just in your head is stuck. Like for, for, for yeah. me, it's always going to be 36. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's <laughs> that's in my head that will always be that. And um, so just like that is, um, you know, it, it, like I think that women were really doing more than a lot of people get, gave them credit for. And so it wasn't an, an actual weakness in women. It wasn't an intrinsic fault in the women themselves. It was just they were not getting coverage or the credit that they deserved when they were doing those things, you know? And they had to change their names when they became authors. They had to uh, change their names to make them sound more like a man. And they had to do like, uh, you know, they had to jump through like loops just to be able to work uh, in an environment with men. They had to avoid sexual harassment for real with men. Uh, at work and I'm not saying the shit doesn't happen today at all I'm saying it's still ha happening I'm just saying that now it's happening um, it's gotten to this point where I don't even know who to believe anymore should I believe right. it's just becoming like such a gray area that I like nobody knows what like and I'm not a victim blamer but I'm gonna go ahead and and, and uh, use Dave Chappelle to, to my advantage here and he said I'm what they call a victor blamer on the street. Just in this particular <laughs> incident, like I, I will blame, I will appear, like I will appear to blame the victim, but and I'm not playing quote unquote devil's advocate. I'm just wanting to see why are you saying the things you you have you have said. It's important. Exactly. You're accusing somebody of of doing something to you, and and whatever. If you're doing it for because you're upset your upset mind may have taken over and you're not thinking clearly wait until you're calm and then say the story mm -hmm. and then see how it sounds to you and yeah. put your feelings aside but say exactly the facts and then then the story yeah. will sound differently to to you and to other people yeah because so, it affects that other person yeah i told kids that too like because you can change this person's whole life right now but what you're about to say and you gotta feel I'm very sorry, important can you say that again 
Oh, I'm so sorry. I think I put my hand over. I was just commenting what you said about, you know, you know how, you know, you try to see like why they're saying it and put your, you know, self in that, you know what I mean, to see how they're saying it, you know, the reason why they're saying it, and 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 then when uh, to me it plays a part as in how cause what you're about to say could change this other person's life, you know what I mean, and, and put them in a like, bad situation. Absolutely, absolutely. It's like we we take that uh, we take that very lightly sometimes, and we shouldn't. We should not take the well-being of another human uh, uh, lightly when it comes just because it's uh, our own uh, well-being. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anything. With money, with love, yeah. relationships, yeah. And you got to explain that shit to kids too, though, because I had to do it a couple of times where. I had to, and, and you find it that the stuff we're talking about right now, about, you know, just like see who's telling the truth and, and this, this, and that, plays out a whole bunch. That's my daily, daily life. I feel like I'm a counselor and investigator. I work for so many different crime units, and, and, but doing the kids, <laughs> right? I'm becoming very good, you know what I mean? And I'm really sitting there. You can see that I'm engaged, you know? I'm not one of them teachers who's like, oh, I'll get back to work. I'm like, okay. I will let them have their voice. I will let them speak. And I'm just sitting there like, okay. And I'm good because I know that with how some kids are and what words they would use when they didn't. You know what I mean? I'm like, he never talked like that when he, you know what I mean? So I'm kind of good. But I find myself having to, to stop these, these uh, instances like this where the board, like right now they're in the phase of throwing each other under the bus, lying, organizing together to tell a lie to get this other kid in, in trouble, right? And I've watched them do it. So I sit back and I chill first before I even go in for a kill. And then I had to tell one of them, I was like, did he say it? I was like, come here. I said, I need you to tell me the truth. I said, you're not going to be in trouble. I said, I'm not going to be mad at you. I'm not going to tell anybody, but I need you to tell me so I know how to help you and I can help him. You got to tell me the truth. I said, because what you can say right now could get him in a whole lot of trouble and it's not okay if he really didn't do it. And you wouldn't want that to happen to you. And she kind of was looking, she was like, like, okay. But I don't know what the outcome was after that, but I saw the process. I saw the wheels turning. And taking that in, like, come on now. It's like you got to do you wanna be a person that person? You know, so Man, I find myself we have we have powerful. to catch stuff like that with kids and then we'll find that a lot of uh, adults won't be like that now because some people carry stuff from childhood, the things their behaviors and they're still acting them out now as adults. Cause we first were kids. <laughs> the crazy part is we were kids before we was adults. Not like we just pop, you know, I'm an adult. And the kids just right, came. Right, right, right. <laughs> we were them. Exactly, yeah. and that's what the, that's one of the things that humble me um, when I talk to or about children is because I have to remember as far as I can go back, like it, not just when I was like 18, 19 as a teenager, I'm talking about like I have to go even try to go even before that just to remember like how was I as a kid? Like did I make right. did I really drive my mom crazy? Like yes I did in certain aspects and I mean I was pretty, you know, for the most part I was a, like a good, decent uh, child like I'm not I wasn't like the worst of this like on the spectrum but I did have my moments where where like I was like obviously behaving uh like a brat or like maybe like a like a kid before like you know like a child basically like a kid I was acting like a child and um that's the thing like it's important to remember how you were as a kid because mm -hmm. then only your inner child can relate to the child in front of you now your adult, yeah. side, your adult side is the, the side that's going to be able to teach the, the child, but your inner child, yeah. and if you can relate, then you can educate. 
and I swear to God, exactly. I've heard that before. I this is not like something that I you know I'm quoting on. This is just something that is <laughs> like it is like um, common sense. You know, if you can relate, yeah, to for people, sure, you can definitely help them and 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 teach them things. And as mm-hmm. teachers, I feel like it's like the hardest job in the world really like like even doctors like uh, like i'm not even sure if it's as hard like really like being a doctor besides the whole medical school thing it's pretty Mm -hmm. much coasting after that and then you know getting Mm -hmm. a license but as a teacher you're continuously putting up with like different minds challenges yeah behaviors yeah how do you deal with the elephant and the and the tiger and the monkey and and yeah. the, the leopard and the and the, all those animals yeah. with those as the and still have that task of making sure that they get the lesson that they need. You, you can't just be like, okay, well, those are us here. They didn't learn anything, but we'll go at it again. Yeah, they do it all that, but still make sure that they got to the next level. Because then what? They like didn't learn nothing. What do we do? They have to keep it. So that's pressure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's important, and it's really, really important. And, and uh and i and, and i was telling one of my good friends uh last night actually i was like when i tell you because he asked me for some advice and and um i asked you know and and he's he's much younger than me and he's i mean i have a very wide age range of friends and um uh, he's one of the youngest ones that i have and i was telling him like hey man like i want you to know and i hope you know that when i tell you this stuff it's not that i'm trying to like teach you and like big brother knows best kind of thing it's kind of like i'm telling myself because i'm taking my own advice and it's uh like if i'm telling you this uh that means i care about you because i would be telling myself the same thing but it's hard for us to take our own advice where have you ever heard uh, you ever heard somebody tell you like yo i'm so good at giving people advice and but when it comes to myself i don't know what to do and i never yeah yeah that's because i hear that a lot i've been on the side of that (laughs) there is a copy and paste of that person everywhere multiples of them including myself (laughs) including you and we always have to take our own exactly all the time you know so it's um, so true yeah it's important man it's really really important and um there's nothing that we spoke about today that I did not think was that I that I thought was uninteresting. Um, I was about to say a double negative there and put myself in a hole, but um, <laughs> it, it was it was very. This has been one of the most uh, interesting conversations I've had in a very long time. Uh, uh, me too. Me too. Uh, that's that's what yeah. I love. I, that's what I love. I love so philosophical. Blah blah blah. I guess you're upset. Blah blah blah. Help me out here. <laughs> say no more i got you <laughs> gibberish oh, or english i will understand <laughs> um, yeah for sure I gibberish last night when i popped two melatonin <laughs> pills by accident i was talking gibberish. <laughs> so, you know, shit will always happen and i will never be, uh, cease to be surprised by those things you know um it's uh it's always fun, man. So, um, yeah for sure you are um, a pleasure to have here today and um, like I can see this longevity as far as like knowing you know building a friendship and like definitely helping each other you know in positive ways like you know if you need anything for me as far as helping you you know be you know to be going more into the amazing artist and man that you need to be I'm all behind it I support you uh, I think you're an awesome example for um, our youth too you know, and also, um, 
come on, baby, just do it. Don't don't mess up now. Where was I going with this? Like now, <laughs> and um, I, yeah, and um, you know, this really was some good stuff. I was gonna say, but I, and I mean it. I mean it uh, from the bottom of my heart until the depths. You know, what I mean, like I'm glad that I, I I got to meet you. And if you need anything from you know from me to to, to help you, then that. You know, not even not even just business. You know, what I mean, friendship wise, if you somebody to talk to, we need advice or anything like that. Like, because I think that's what it's about. Like, you know, people, the world is designed to separate. You know, it seems like everything, like like religion and all that stuff, it's just the separations and stuff. And people are seeing the big picture. That God is love, first of all. Anyone supposed to love? You don't care about all that stuff. You know Absolutely. what I mean? You gotta love one another and care for one another. Absolutely. That's the only way it's gonna Absolutely. be different. Absolutely. You remember that song, "We Are the World." Uh, say that again. That song. What? I'm sorry. We are the world. You know that yes. song. We are the world. Of like, course. What's going on out here, people. You got to tap into that. <laughs> of course, of course. I mean, that's a that's a powerful song right there. That's a uh, yeah. Songs that will never stop playing in elevators. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was like so many of them, different people. You know, you had all the great. You know what I mean? Just like it was. Yeah, it was amazing like how that, so uh, many different. <laughs> I just remembered something. It's just like that. Uh, I never wanna dance again. You know that song? <laughs> yeah, that song that's, that's the way. George Michael, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I've not been to any hotel. Exactly. I've never been to any hotel where that song was not playing. I think he has like royalties just from. Hotel, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's insane how many times I've heard that song in hotels. And, uh, like it doesn't yeah. matter. Like three star, four star, five star. Like he's got them all covered. The guy got it. <laughs> You know, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to hit those uh, George Michael numbers, you know. Uh, right. But, uh, no, I mean, <laughs> I, thank you so much for, for saying all that, Brandy. Like, I really, really appreciate that. And, uh, like, it's very humbling and it's very, it's very, um, I'm honored that I was able to have a voice on a, on, on a platform. And the fact that it was this platform and it was this interesting just made it that much better for me. And um, I'm like, as you said, for you as well. So thank you for saying that. And thank you for uh, giving me this opportunity. And um, the same goes, everything you said, same goes to you. And um, you already know that goes without saying, because we've already spoken about it. And um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man, if you, if you want to help me out, all I want, all I ask for you to do is just listen to my music, man. That's the only thing I can ask anybody. Like anybody wants to support yeah. me, just listen to my music, man. And, and that's what I do. I make music. You might not like one song or two songs or three songs, but there is going to be one song at least in that EP that you like. And uh, if there isn't, well, tell me so I can try harder and do better. So, uh, you know, um, yeah. Can you tell them where they can go to listen to you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I should have probably just <laughs> led with that, right? I'm actually on, uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'm on, I'm on Spotify. I'm on uh, Apple Music. I'm on SoundCloud. If if, if y'all broke like me every now and then, uh, and y'all don't want to pay for Spotify, then, then go ahead and click on my SoundCloud. It's, um, you know what? Let me give you all the handles right now on uh, on my Spotify and everything. I'm, my name, my artist name is Nobel. And... Um, one of my and my EP on SoundCloud is called Now What. So if you search um, Now What by Nobel, it, it'll give you the entire EP that I dropped not too long ago on SoundCloud. It's the digitally remastered. I um, big shout out to uh, Tristan, uh, which goes by uh, Lord Indigo. 
He was the producer of many of the beats. There are some beats on there that I produced. Um, big shout out to Jason Parker. He also produced, um, I believe, one of the uh, one of the songs on there uh, called "Stuck." Um, Lord Indigo produced the, the, most of them, but uh, Jason Parker also, or Jay Parks also uh, uh, produced that. And then um, the one that is called "Hollow," I produced that um myself and i was using jason parker's equipment so big shout out to jason one more time for letting me use your equipment that day and uh letting me uh get lost in the music or get lost in the sauce if you like to say that and um, <laughs> you know it's uh it's been an honor man and um i'm also i'm also on spotify nobel um or nobel music or you know just if you click nobel something should pop up and if, if you see the nobel peace prize that is not me Okay, not yet. Um, so we'll work up. Well, I got to work my way up to that. You know, first we start with an EP first, then an album, then the Nobel Peace Prize. So hopefully that um, is is in my future though. And uh, um, we'll, you know, we'll. If there anybody has any questions, I'm also on Instagram. My um, my Instagram is wow. Look at me. I don't even remember because this conversation is eaten up has taken everything out of me because of how interesting it was uh no you're welcome (laughs) no no for real thank you (laughs) like honestly this barely ever happens like nobody can usually keep up a conversation of this depth for this long with me and i understand yeah i can keep going too passionately so like yeah i feel like i have to keep up with you you know like um, (laughs) so um yeah my my instagram handle is nobel's world and um, uh, judging by my Instagram, you will think I'm a douche in the beginning. But <laughs> listen to my music, you know. Um, he's not a douche guy. He's, he's, he's not a douche. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm also on uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm all like all, all this stuff. But let's just keep it for uh, Instagram. Uh, same thing for Snapchat. I don't know if people are even using that, but that's also a great um thingy and please guys please no dick pics until you take me out for dinner all right thank you so much um, you heard them dinner yeah, first girls yeah <laughs> girls too uh, i you know girls too like try to like try to hold off you know until we until you take me out to dinner too because you know uh, it's 2019 and girls can do that now so uh <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> hey that's a whole other show hey, 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 hey. Um, <laughs> we got to be anthony on that one though i think we all should anthony has a anthony is one of the best um people to have conversations with too and yeah he really really mm-hmm. is one of the best yeah. listeners i've ever i've ever had the pleasure of meeting big shout out to anthony big shout out to all my friends anthony. family and everybody so um you know man it's it's been an honor man i'm, I'm honored i feel blessed i have this uh, un, uh unexplainable energy that's inside of me because of uh, this interview so i really really appreciate that and uh, i'm ready to go out. I, pre- I appreciate you too thank you <laughs> yes for sure for sure and just know that you've helped me too you know what i mean and i think i thank you so much for being so happy to be you know what i mean on my show you show so much you know what i mean it's like i've never had anybody just like express you know that they were excited that to for to come on, and I'm excited that you want me to that you want to be on. You know what I mean? Come on to my my little show. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's uh, 
we got to start somewhere. Your show might sound might be little to you, but it's not little to. I'm, I guarantee you, it's not little to to everybody uh, out there, and especially not me. And I, I don't think uh, I, um, you know, can can uh, show that enough. You know, with with you know speaking about it. But I really do appreciate that. You know, I really really do appreciate having this ability and this platform and 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 like talking about these topics that we that we were able to talk about um with For sure. like ease like it wasn't it didn't feel heavy it didn't feel like you know anything and um it didn't feel like anything was like anything i said was going to be judged or and and you know vice versa of course like i was not judging and and i hope that no, nobody was offended by anything i said and yeah. uh, if they were hit me up on instagram and and, and follow me on instagram and let me know how you feel That's one more follower. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I'm supposed to get him. I don't think I'm playing. <laughs> that's, that, that's the only way you can talk shit. If you want to talk shit, you better follow me first. And right? Talk shit, you say, okay, you pass. Behavior. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so. funny. For sure. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brandy. Yeah. No problem. We'll be talking soon. Everybody, this is Nobel. Check them out. And, uh, yeah, and he'll he'll be back with us soon. So thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. My pleasure. My okay. pleasure. Thank you, guys. Peace out.